Thanks everyone for joining me today on Scaling with People. I'm super excited to have Patty Post on the call with me today. She's an experienced medical device commercial executive, mother of three wonderful children. She was frustrated with the status quo of going to the clinic and getting checked for symptoms of strep throat. She imagined a diagnostic that could confirm strep throat from home and allow consumers to receive diagnose and treatment plans from a virtual healthcare provider. Well, it sounds like something you just received from COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you couldn't find the solution. So you decided to build it. With over 15 years of experience in sales and territory management, having worked for companies such as NAMSA, Stryker Neuro, Spine, and ENT, Marathon, and UPS, she has founded Checkable Health. It's a company dedicated to empowering individuals to make clinical evidence-based decisions from the comfort of their home, providing innovative at-home diagnostic testing to individuals and employers across the country. Something we absolutely need. So welcome. Thank you so much, Patty, for joining me today. You are so welcome, Guinevere. Thanks for having me. So what a journey you've been on. And I think there's so many of the CEO and founders that are on this call today listening and going, wow, I can totally pair and understand. Give us a little bit of insight what it's been like to First of all, have this dream and then to start to execute on it. Well, to have the dream and the vision was like, I couldn't stop thinking about it once I realized that it was something that could be done. And it took me like nine months to do the, all the research, like talk to venture capitalists, talk to um, regulators and you know those within industry that would know how to get the device through the FDA to approval. And then how would you how would you fundraise? Uh, and then what sorts of things would I need to do to make it a direct to consumer product? Was it even possible? And but I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like if you were friends with me at that time, you'd be like, yeah, every time I went on the boat with her or went on a walk, like that's all I thought about. And I couldn't put it down. And I actually pitched the idea I was consulting at the time um, for a firm in med tech. And we were working with startups as well as uh, big corporate companies like Medtronic, Boston Scientific. And I pitched this idea to my CEO and he said, moms will never change their behavior because moms, we make 83% of the healthcare decisions. We bring our kids to the doctor. We do the dental appointments. We even do it for our parents and we do it for our spouses as well. Um, Like my husband never goes into the doctor. I'm like, okay, you have to go in now. And and, you know, sometimes it's, okay, I'm not taking care of this anymore. But when it comes to my kids, like, I'm always the one to do it. And most moms are. And when he said that to me, I just was like, this is this is why healthcare doesn't change. Because we have people that are thinking one way that it will never change. Rather than, you know what, I can be that change maker. And I'm going to make the difference. And so it took me... uh like almost a year to go from that to um, like pitching to him to being full-time. And that was in September of 2019. I went full-time on the business and started raising Angel Round. Wow. And and speaking of Angel Round or just raising in general, congratulations on 10 million that you recently hit. That's got to be a story in of itself. I know that raising is is very challenging. Um, any insight that you have in regards to how you did it? Well, I think it's, I think it's the story 
the the problem that you're going to solve is just a little piece of it. The other part is you. And it's you being the founder, you being the leader, you being the one that has the make that will get through those really hard times. And those angel investors or um, investment groups, if you're going to you know, be in an incubator, they really need to see that in you, that you're able to go through those hard times. Because I was talking with the founder of Teladoc last week, just in a networking call, and he said, you know, entrepreneurship is the only position where you will have the highest of highs and the lowest of lows in the same day. And I think if you come from a background where you're able to persevere through those times and you can share those stories and, you know, you have a thick skin, you're super optimistic and you're a problem solver, you really need to express that when you're raising capital. Uh, I've been really fortunate to be introduced to people that have then come in and uh, invested in the company. I've also made significant risks personally, financially, very early on. But then I also moved my family from Minneapolis, Minnesota to West Fargo, North Dakota, uh, all in pursuit for funding. And so the state of North Dakota has given us $2.2 million and um, there's further rounds, you know, further opportunities for us to take advantage of um, by moving here. So I think you have to really put yourself out there. If you're going to do it, you just you have to go all in or just don't do it because you're going to drive yourself mad if you do it. Like you just I, I know I don't believe that you should do anything half assed and especially entrepreneurship. So what were, like, I love the saying, and yeah, for me, knowledge is power, right? Having that sense of understanding that you're not alone, um, that whole, like, you know, you're going to have the highs of highs and the lowest of lows all in the same day. It couldn't even be within the same hour, right? Yeah. That myself as being CEO of my own business. What are some of the things that have helped you pick yourself back up or push through and, like, not give up? What are some tips or tricks that have helped you through that maybe some of the listeners could also take on? Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, in our society today, people probably won't like me saying this, but my faith has gotten me through everything. Uh, That's just from my personal journey. Like if I'm, I just know that I'm not alone. Like I, if you think about, and if you read the Bible that the Lord takes care of a sparrow and they are kept safe from lightning. They are always fed. Like you are so much more valuable than a little bird that's flying around, you know, lives on dirt and eats worms. Just think of what is going to happen to you. You have such a bigger story in life. So for me, that's what I tap into. And I just have to stop and be like, okay, this isn't that big of a deal. We're going to get through it. And, you know, Lord, help me figure it out. And that's what's helped me. And, of course, your support system then, your husband, even my kids, my mom and dad, and then your team. Like you were talking about your marketing team is getting you to do something different, like and getting you to get out of your comfort zone. Those relationships that we have internally at your office environment, I think, are so important that you that you have a transparent relationship because when you are really low, 
you need to step outside of it and be like, hey, like, what can I do to f- refresh myself and find those people? Yeah. And, and so many times, too, especially in a CEO mindset, you, like you are you're the one building this and you're the one that has the vision. You have the dream. And sometimes you can just get stuck in your head way mm-hmm. too much. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think that it is really important that you have the right support system personally, what religious, um, community, as well as professionally. Uh, mm-hmm. Exactly what you said. I, I have an amazing marketing team. that ha- I told them what my personal slash professional goal is. It's, it's an uncomfortable pushing me out of my, un- in my, out of my comfort zone. And yet, you know, they're doing it in a way that it's helping me take the baby steps. Mm-hmm. And certainly without having the right cheerleading squad in your pocket, right? Sometimes you just kind of get stuck and go, oh, it's okay. This is where if this is where it stops or this is how far it gets. It's okay. Yeah. But having that right support system in place is such a crucial piece of the puzzle for sure. I agree. So tell me a little bit about your company, Checkable. Uh-huh. So the mission is to be um, the first over-the-counter cleared rapid strep test and give the co- consumer the ability to access a telemedicine provider Uh, So they can get a treatment plan from the comforts of home and just go to their neighborhood pharmacy to pick up that prescription. And we've um, executed our clinical trial and submitting to the agency in July. And when I was looking at, okay, what are some other things that we can offer moms? Because moms are, like I said, making 83% of the healthcare decisions. And since I'm a mom, I'm building this company for moms. And it's UTI. It's vaginal pH. It's what can help her family herself, but then as well as her family. So the strep family, UTI VPH herself. And then we have two breast milk strips, uh, one for nutritional value, the other for um, to measure alcohol. Oh, wow. And then we're coming out with some other ones. Um, IFOBT test. Um, that's a uh, immunofecal ocul blood test, and that's to measure if you have blood in your stool. That would be um, before, if you think of a um, colonoscopy, that would be just something you can do at home, less expensive, less invasive. Um, and so that would be, okay, again, for the family. And then, you know, as we grow, we're going to be adding supplements. We have that opportunity for um I think the the burden of healthcare is not only how can I make a decision from the comforts of home, how can I access a provider faster, um, and how can I reduce my cost, and then how can I live a healthier life too? Because when your healthcare begins at home, it's those tools, but then it's, okay, how can I make my life healthier? That's why we have supplements, we have podcasts, we have education. Uh, all of these things that you can access without even being a customer. Um, and the first one that you can access right now is our app, Checkable Health, is now downloadable on the App Store and Google Play. And something that, like my personal, what I do is I love habit stacking. And if I'm choosing, like you're choosing to do a podcast so you can grow your audience as well as your personal brand and you can get out there and you can speak. The same sort of methodology applies in anything that we do. So in our app, if before telemedicine, it's, okay, what am I trying to do to make myself healthier? Okay, I'm going to drink more water. 
I'm going to take my vitamins every single day. I'm not going to just do it twice a week. Uh, I'm going to, um, you know, eat my full vegetables. There's different healthy habits that you can create. And then we'll remind you to do them. And then we'll also, you can complete them. So then you can, you know, feel good you after. Purified it. Exactly. Nice. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. Yep. So thinking about the audience and, and people who are starting their businesses may already have 10, 15 employees or maybe a few more or a few less. Obviously, benefits is a huge cost uh, mm-hmm. to any employer, but especially when you're so small, to be able to provide good benefits, it's very hard unless you're part of like a PEO or some other platform that you're basically sharing the costs for. So I could see how this app would be really helpful in preventive medicine uh, as, a, as a way for even employers to recommend something like this to their employee population. Is that also your target audience or are you still kind of focusing more on just the consumer directly absolutely so that's it's funny that you say that because our b2b sales model hasn't been built out yet because we're just getting these at-home diagnostics along with the app and it's who do we contact like do we have a sales force do we go through like the hsa fsa store uh you know there's so many different um it's I feel like from the HR standpoint, you have so, and, and a benefits manager, you have so many people coming at you now in healthcare that are trying to sell you something that for me, it's it's like, okay, pick which route is easiest and direct to consumer is fast. We can figure yeah. it out a lot faster. And I think it's a huge opportunity though to talk with benefit managers. Absolutely. And I think about like startup companies where it's hard to compete against the Googles of the yeah. world. Like, you know, like there's only so much money and only so much we can do to make benefits be attractable. And benefits is a huge piece of the total compensation, the total package when you're making an offer mm-hmm. to a potential candidate that could be time and employee. And I'm always, I'm always on the lookout and that, and this is just me, obviously, but I'm always on the lookout of things like this that won't be costly or maybe have no cost that I can just add as a benefit add that doesn't impact the bottom line. Mm-hmm. So I think that you have an opportunity for sure that you might be able to market it. You're right. We as professionals in the HR and, and benefit side of the world, we definitely get inundated. It could be also maybe we're partnering with a couple of brokers where maybe they can package it in with their offering uh, to their clients. So mm-hmm. that could be another opportunity. But um, I just kind of think about what are the easy wins? Mm-hmm. And this to me just seems like an easy win because you have the app. You're not really, there's no cost to it. It's really what, how you make your money is the products you're selling on the back end. Yes. It'd be great for you to get connected to the HSA side, mm-hmm. FSA, HSA side. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited about what you're offering. Do you see that uh, we had talked a little bit before about how COVID had impacted your world? Do you see that with, the way that the COVID test finally came out, you know, you could buy over the counter. Do you see that that is going to help make more things easily available to us consumers rather than having to go to urgent care or making an appointment to our doctor and actually being able to be more self, uh, not medicated, but self like uh, yeah. ownership of what's going on in our body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Own your health. That's one of our taglines, actually. And I think so. Absolutely. I think that there are 
a lot of different things that can we be measuring at home and just as simple as your thermometer at home. Well, your thermometer tells you so much. And even just knowing, oh, I have a temperature. Okay, I'm going to take Tylenol. I'm going to take ibuprofen. Do something to reduce that temperature. The same, the same thing goes for, for so many different things in your body. A diabetic has been doing it forever with checking their insulin, right? You're preg- when you think you're pregnant, you take a pregnancy test. So we sort of think that COVID exposed this at-home testing, but there actually has been a lot of at-home testing before that. Best Buy was actually really early in the game of that when they acquired um, TitoCare, and that was a otoscope. Um, so you could check in your child's ear or their throat or in their nose. And that acquisition happened in 2018. And then even Teladoc uh, and the, just thinking these companies have been around for like 15 years, but they just didn't hit mainstream because it is on the adoption scale. We're just not yet to the full adoption of the laggards of people that really do things last. So we don't think it's mainstream. Uh, I think COVID from the infection, what's making me sick, like the biggest thing I saw was people are more scared now to go to the doctor because they're going to get infected. And so they're like, "Eh." like, I'd rather just check at home. And then if I need to go, I'm going to go. But if I don't need to go, I don't want to I don't want to put myself at risk or my family at risk for further exposure. And from our what we've done internally of with people too of respondents of surveys, that's what we've been told. That makes sense. I appreciate that. Well, great. Uh, any last final words of wisdom to other fellow CEO founders that are working on making their business successful from your experience? I just, you know, I think of being true to yourself and knowing your talking points and what you're going after is so important because as entrepreneurs, we're creative and we want to do so many different things and I'm guilty of it of myself and to stay focused, know what your vision is, what those goals are, the metrics, and just keep going after it and, you know, keep persevering because it's going to get really tough and dark sometimes. But, uh, you know, once you once you hit the, you'll get to the peak at some point and you'll feel really good. I love that. And I also know that you, you also do a podcast, right? It's called You Persevere. Is that correct? I do. Yes, I do. You Persevere. So that's on entrepreneurship and we talk about fundraising and just running a company. And then we have Checkable Health. And that's where we talk to doctors and clinicians and thought leaders in the health space. That's great. Awesome. So I highly recommend all the entrepreneurs listening to go check out your new Persevere podcast. We'll put the link in the bottom. And uh, thank you so much, Patty. It was a pleasure having you on the call today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Everyone have a great day.